Joburg. It's a way of life. It is 6.57 a.m. Welcome back. Welcome back once again. You're still tuned in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM. And this is I Am Live on a Friday evening. This is our movie morals, movie fam, movie wire wire. (laughs) And of course, (laughs) we're going to be talking about films that we feel or rather uh, a particular film that we feel is um, could add value if you were to watch it with um, your family. But as we always say that do exercise your your own, um, you know, do make sure. Discretion. Yeah, thank you. Do exercise your own discretion in making the decision whether or not to watch any of these films with your family. Um, so tonight we're looking at a bit of an old film, uh, particularly because I love the... Um, um, message within this film and I thought it resonated with me so much and there's very few people who know this film. Um, not a lot of people watched it but it actually got very good ratings and there are a lot of people who watched it but what I'm trying to say about it is that it's called The Breadwinner by the way um, and it is available on Netflix. I think it, it's a it's a Netflix original so you'd struggle finding it anywhere else actually. Um, so the thing the thing about it is it's not one of those flashy Disney films that have a princess or anything like that. It's about a young girl. Her name is uh, Parvana, um, and it's actually based in the Middle East. So what I what I love about it is the deep story that it tells about the struggles of a young girl growing up in a patriarchal society. And it tells it from the perspective of the young girl. Because often we think, we often think um, older women, or we often hear stories of older women who struggle with living in patriarchal societies um, that, that put pressure on them to become something they do not want to be. Uh, but I have to put a warning, though, in saying that this film is quite sad. Um, if you're a crier, you're definitely going to cry in this film. Um, you're definitely <laughs> going to cry. It's 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 not Titanic levels. I, I honestly think it's deeper than Titanic, and the subject matter being dealt with in the film is so much deeper. Um, so we're going to get straight into the synopsis, and then we're going to start talking about the major themes that the film touches on. Uh, so Parvana is an 11-year-old girl who lives under uh, Taliban rule in Afghanistan in 2001. After the wrongful arrest of her father, Parvana cuts off her hair and dresses like a boy to support her family. Working alongside a friend, she soon discovers a new world of freedom and danger, drawing strength from the fantastical stories she invents. Parvana embarks on an epic quest to find her father and reunite her family. And I think that that synopsis right there abbreviates the story so well like it summarizes it so well uh, because that is quite literally what the story is about so Parvana is literally this young girl who grows up in a patriarchal society and one day they're they're in the middle of a war so one day her father um, gets arrested and is tossed into prison and that's the last time her family gets to see her dad Um, and one thing that um, is, is important to highlight is the fact that during this time her family then struggles to figure out how are they going to make ends meet 
what are they going to eat? Um, and then par- women were not allowed to work. Women were constantly told, um, or rather are constantly told to go home and stay at home. And a man from the family is supposed to provide. Now, this is part- specifically a look on the culture that exists, not just in the, in the eastern side of the world, but also in other parts of the world on our own continent. And because we often don't experience these challenges and we don't see it in our own spaces, we often don't know how far they can go and how crippling they can be, not just to individuals, but to families holistically. Um, So this young girl, literally, the reason why the film is called The Breadwinner is because this young girl has to cut off her hair and pretend to be a boy just so she can get a job in order to provide for her family. Obviously, these, um, this, this story is based on real, a real context that exists today. Um, so it's not all fiction and all fable. Um, and, and Charles, I, I, I really want to hear your perspective and your, um, thoughts on like having young little girls. Now, keep in mind that this girl is 11 years old. Um, and having to go and provide for her family. Um, now, uh, I want to hear your perspective on such. Like, what are your thoughts on people um, who grow up in such communities? I think it's uh, a lot more common that, than we would like to admit, to be totally honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've recently had a, a increase in the amount of crime that we see in the area that I live in, in the region that I live in rather. And the things that are stolen are not stuff that's, uh, it's not big stuff. They don't steal TVs or stuff like that. They, they steal pencils, pens when they get into your house. They steal pencils and pens and canned food and stuff like that. Meaning that it is hungry children. <laughs> or people at least yeah hungry mm. people that that that's getting into your your house uh trying to get the th- stuff and i remember way back when we when i did some rehabilitation courses with the correctional centers in in pretoria that that was the most of the guys when we talked to them about the fact that why are they in prison they said they're there for theft and what they did do is they tried to provide for themselves and their families and they just got greedy uh, and that's why I say, say I think it's a lot more prominent than we would like to to admit. Mm. I think it's a lot more difficult in the eastern countries or the Middle Eastern countries, rather, where there's Taliban rule, where there's uh, Sharia law, where there's yeah. stuff like that in, in a uh, patriarchal society for a young girl to to um, to try and provide for a family. I think it's very difficult. We we also see that in the Bible that that within the the biblical context that that was the world that Jesus lived in mm, and mm. that was the the framework that he was trying to break uh, you, you see with Jesus conversing with women in the middle of the day you see Jesus blessing the woman that's washing his feet stuff like that that wasn't associated with or, or was actually common or agreeable by the bigger society in Jesus's time he did that um, I think to be totally honest with you, if if we look at the Bible, James 1 verse 27 says, uh, true and honest religion before God the Father is taking care of the widows and the orphans. Yes. So if we consider ourselves Christians, we do need to know whether there's child-headed households in your region, in the area where you live, and you need to do something about it. Mm. That's biblical. Yo, Shal, you're challenging us like this on a Friday. <laughs> Hey, come uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it on Monday. <laughs> 
Yo, yeah, no, that is that is quite a challenge. It it is a challenge and a half. Um, and you know, I'm actually thinking as you're speaking right now. Um, it's it's a question that I want to ask, especially to um, if you're listening. Um, you know, it it is often said. It is so easy for us. Um, in, in the modern ages, Christians to say that the reason that people in this particular continent, on this particular country, or even in this particular city are being punished is or, or are going through these turmoils is because God is punishing them. Um, and I think mm. this is going to be a little bit of a hard ask. Um, and, and I wonder, like, for example, this young girl uh, was born... It, I mean, she's only 11. She was born in a context that she never chose. Um, and now she's forced to survive in that context. Um, and no one knows whether she's going to grow up to know Christ or not. Um, and it really does then beg the question, like, um, to what to what extent are we as Christians willing to step up and actually be there for people who are in need um, simply because we want to show them love because the word does say um, they will know us by our love if mm. if they don't see love coming out of us if it's only judgment then is it is it love uh, what are your thoughts on that shall you know the first thing that came to mind when you when you talk about this and when you talk about uh, uh, the lady the girl's name is Parvana right yes Parvana um, so <laughs> We need to realize that in our modern day world, in the modern context, we think the modern world is the Western world, and that's usually seen as modern, uh, a global. The, the globalization thing means we are trying to be more like the Western world. In in other words, we are all are trying our best to be like New Yorkers. Yeah, you understand. We see that in Hollywood. We think that's the norm. We want to be like that. Now, it's only very recently that we've started teaching children. Mm-hmm. that they can become whatever they want to be. That's that true. was never the case. And if you if you look at it, the, the Western or the Middle Eastern world, that's not the case there. You mm. don't become whatever you want to be. Don't strive higher. You understand what I mean? Mm, mm. Your father is a, is a cement mixer. You're going to be a cement mixer. Your father is a boulder. You're going to be a boulder. And true. your entire family are boulders. That's why certain surnames in Jerusalem to this day in Palestine to this day, in Dubai to this day, are associated with certain things because that's what you do if that's your surname. Mm, <laughs> that's the mm. way that you live. That's yeah, the family's like a way coppersmith. Yes, coppersmith, stuff like that, mm, right? Mm. Um, so having said that, if we consider the fact that the world then sort of in a great scheme dictates us, we need to admit the fact that being born in this world is greatly unfair and everything that we do have we are totally undeserving of because there's, I did not do anything to be born on the 28th of September 1987 and in the household that I was born in. Neither did you even do anything to be born in the household that you were born in. Mm, that's true. All circumstantial. You understand what I mean? Mm, Stuff happened mm. and now we are born. And now we need to live out our lives sort of trying to, and I believe that's the Christian calling, not socialism, not capitalism, but trying to balance the, uh, une- what's it now called, the, the inequality, is it is that the correct inequality, word? Inequality, yes, of yes, wealth yes. and stuff like that. And wealth, we need to balance it out. In our, I've, I've got a certain degree of wealth, even though I'm not wealthy, I'm more, definitely more wealthy than the people that's living three kilometers from me. Mm. So I need to take a certain degree of my wealth 
enable them to to re- reach a certain degree of wealth so that they then can share their wealth with the community so that the greater good of the kingdom, which is kingdom work, obviously, will do a lot better. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. By means of the family that I'm born in. Yeah, no, you've definitely given us uh, quite a thoughtful a mindful, a mindful to think about. <laughs> awesome. So uh, this is going to be what we leave you with. Uh, what are your mm. own personal thoughts on um, things that happen in countries that are are not are not that that don't have the gospel prominently present? Um, countries that have not had the the privilege of of receiving the 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 gospel. What are your thoughts on things that happen there? Do those people need us as sons of God who are more privileged? In fact, not even just those countries, but even people, as Charles mentioned, living just three kilometers away from you. Um, there's there, there there's a kid just three kilometers away from you who was born to a family that does not believe or to a family that believes in some other things, you know, um, are you going to show kindness in order to lead them to Christ or are you going to show them judgment? Uh, what exactly is the right thing to do in that in that instance? And I wouldn't mind us also uh, sometime soon tackling this as a hard ask uh, because I, th- I feel like it's quite, quite a potent question. 